0: Welcome to Scent 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Kim Ruby, you are in the studio. You're at Scent 315 Ground Central. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome being here. And when you came in, Matt gave us a little sneak peek at a production that the worship team is working on. Matt, you don't have a release date, but can you tell us just a little bit about it? Because we got goosebumps. Sure did. Yeah, it's our newest production. It's called Behold the Lamb, and it's a song that we did on Easter. It's a pretty good production. I'm pretty (laughs) excited to share it with the church. It's been a team effort, like I said, across virtually the whole worship team. A lot of people have put an immense amount of time yeah. into it, and we got strings, beautiful. we got everything in there. It's very tasteful and beautiful, and I can't wait to share it with everybody, and I can't wait to see what God does with it. Yeah, and it's a uh, courtesy of uh, three people, the Holy Spirit, Kyle Hall, and Shane Blayfield, right? Yes. And then, obviously, a cast of thousands pitching and singing, but yes. they wrote it. Yeah. Kim Ruby. So, how do I explain this? Kingdom quilters, I stumbled across, well, it was you, and you gave a report of, hey, do you hear what we're doing? And then I was amazed and continually amazed. So I guess first off, what I want to know is, how did Jesus get you?
1: How did he turn my life upside down? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I had grown up in a Christian home when our family was quite young. We were going to a Presbyterian church in City Heights, which is East San Diego, and I felt very loved there. I think youth ministry is very, very critical, because that's where I felt the love of Jesus. I didn't know Him personally, but I always knew there was a God, because I was always into bugs and animals, and I always – God's creation shouts it, as Roman says my parents took us to museum classes and zoo classes and just the critters i knew that there was a god because of the complexity yeah. even as a child holding hissing spiders. cockroaches
0: <laughs> she's famous for this man really yeah they what are they called
1: madagascar hissing roaches so k- don't k- ever say cockroach
0: <laughs> okay sorry i stand. why
1: well we gave a presentation at the library last week and there were 40 kids and 20 adults, and they were crazy over these Madagascar hissing roaches. They got to hold them and pet them, and they just loved them. So people love critters. They love God's creation. And
0: they shout out that there is a creator, like you said. Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home, and then we moved to the East County when I was 14 and involved in a little bit of church, but definitely walked away for quite a while. And... Just didn't walk with the Lord. And then at age 20, I was managing a clothing store in Santee called Poor Richard's. And these two guys walked in and said, Hey, we're having an evangelism meeting at Bible Missionary Fellowship. Would you like to come? And I wanted to, but I didn't. I knew I needed the Lord because I was so tired of doing things my way. I knew I needed Jesus to dominate and turn my life around. So I went and at twenty and got saved and the next week I was out doing visitation, I was picketing (laughs) abortion clinics. I got baptized in a jacuzzi and just very on fire to the point of obnoxious. The Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit (laughs) was not bridled. It was a little bit (laughs) disruptive to say the least. So I just started honoring Jesus with my life. I was going to Cuyamaca and Grossmont College and I decided, you know what? I need to go to a Christian college because I was having debates with the instructors at those schools, and my grades reflected that sometimes. And I decided to go to San Diego Christian College. Is that right? And I just... Loved it, and I loved praying before class, and the instructors would have us over to their homes for dinner, and they were just really to, – to. and the big thing with me was evolution, apologetics, and creation. That's okay. where my salvation was very strong, and that's where I, I just exploded in those areas.
0: Well, you know, when you and I first bumped into each other – in fact, I probably met Brandon first – but – every encounter, it was, yes, let's go do this. And you and he were just so given in using the things that God had given you for his glory, for the kingdom. Brandon passing away was really, really sad, but yet once again, an example of a life given to God.
1: Yeah, he was magnificent. He loved the Lord with everything, and he loved people and just never complained, and just a joyful heart walked in such integrity, and people yeah. loved.
0: Him. And his in his life and his passing into eternity were both testimonies of the goodness of God. I know he made me seem as though I had no energy at all. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not he, had, he had a hundred times more. Wow. Wow. He was
1: spring-loaded. Yes, wow. he was. He was fun. Always, it was always fun to come home. Always.
0: You know, we're in February and we're talking about being mobilized. And I can't tell both of you, I haven't even had a chance to talk to Matthew. I'm getting stopped every 15 feet with a conversation or a text or a phone call where people are saying, oh my gosh, I'm being more intentional. And this is what happened in this conversation. Hey, what do I say here? And you won't believe what God did this weekend. Overwhelming. So there's stuff happening and what's really important to me is that people who listen to the podcast they can see themselves there and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because people not everybody might be a kingdom quilter but they might be exactly what they are And if they can fully give that to the Lord, I want them to hear themselves in this adventure. So would you tell me about where this Kingdom Quilter thing came up with? And quilts are such a small part of it.
1: That's right. The quilts are like a love gift that we bring to people, but there's so much more that follows. There's Bibles and tracts and the message and the good news.
0: And $10,000 checks. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And vans
1: that we buy. So Brandon and I came to Foothills about eight years ago with the intention of working with Jeff Berry in Baja, in Ensenada, and going to orphanages and things like that. So we had a real heart for for ministry in foreign countries besides here. So we were loving doing that, and around six years ago, I came down with cancer. And it was a scary thing. Lots of prayer. It's just pretty pretty scary. So I remember going into surgery and then waking up and looking down, and I had this beautiful quilt draped over me. And it was so beautiful to see what people had written on the quilt. And I just thought to the Lord, okay, God, in my gratefulness and my humility, I would love to give back to you that something that combines the handicrafts and something that combines just our love for missions and thought hey what about kingdom quilters so that's where that came from and he said okay he did he said okay and i as brandon would say he said kim these quilters are amazing people they're so (laughs) bold and they're so good at giving and that's what we did so our motto is love share inspire so, to love others, to share our resources and our talents and our gifts, and inspire others to get involved, to mobilize, to go. The gospel is not only spoken, but it's also shown. It's shared, but it's Absolutely. shown. Yes. And in God's word, there's always action attached to worship. And the overflow of worship is a life that gives and serves and that is mobilized to do for others.
0: Wow. Yeah, for real. And in that obedience, you've seen some amazing breakthroughs. Tell us some of the stories, because basically you can take quilts out of the equation and put Jake Kenny with skateboards going into Morocco, Greg Hendricks, a duffel bag of basketballs and Bibles. So as you're listening to this, imagine, right? Imagine. So tell some of the, just the God stories of the doors that have been opened that You couldn't even imagine, I'm sure.
1: Well, we're local and we're international. So we give quilts and resources and donations to Alzheimer's and memory care locally, to Bridge of Hope in San Diego, which ministers to 134 language groups. And we go to homes where people are hurting here and we give them quilts and other things. So... I was going to go on a medical mission about six or seven years ago, and right before the medical mission with Foothills to El Salvador, I came down with pneumonia, and I was very disappointed because I wanted to go on this mission so much. And then Carlos Merlot, the Merlot Foundation, he said, Hey, we have a ministry in Guatemala, and Pastor Mario is with a church down there that we sponsor called Monte Sinaí. And think about going there. And I thought, that's terrific. So right three months later, several of us we put our quilts together, our Bibles, our school supplies, our hygiene kits our beanie caps for kids you name it we were heading down there the only problem is we really wanted to get into the local hospital and we were told that's just impossible these are guarded hospitals these are hospitals that arm guards and the only people that can get in there if you're very sick and if you are a family member so we really prayed about that so on our first trip down We get off the plane, and as we're exiting the plane, one of our Kingdom quilters who was sitting in the back just happened to be sitting with a pediatric physician from one of the hospitals, the national hospital down there, and said, Kim, I want you to meet uh, Dr. Vega. And we shook hands, and she said, how would you like to come to our hospital, to the pediatric (laughs) department, and visit? And we said, okay, when tomorrow? (laughs) So not only did she open that door, we've gone there eight times now. This coming fall will be our ninth time. But she also introduced us to another hospital near Lake Atitlan, where her best friend worked. So we've been there several times. We've been to the pediatric ward buying supplies for them, paper towel, which they didn't even have. We bring flannel baby quilts, quilts school supplies for the kids to work on. We bring all kinds of things for them to do. We bring the employees really neat zippered bags with all kinds of Jesus love gifts inside. So this has been a tremendous ministry. And we noticed that the women were coming from all over Guatemala with very sick children, and these kids were so sick, and the moms were sleeping on the cold floors with their children. And we said, oh, no, no, just can't do this. And so we were able to purchase, have made these beautiful purple, Jesus, purple royal <laughs> mats, thick mats for these women, colchones, cushions to sleep on when they stayed over nice. with their kids. That's a miracle story. Another miracle story is there was a woman I met on a cruise ship when we are just starting Kingdom Quilters. She just happened to own a huge quilting business and said, I want to write about you guys, and I want to write what you all do. So, she sent out a blog, and all of a sudden, these quilts start coming to my home and these women from Texas, they have to do everything big in Texas. <laughs> so these women in Texas from North Richland Hills Church of Christ, they said, how can we help you? They sent us 200 gorgeous quilts. They came and personally delivered quilts. Then they came on the mission with us down to Guatemala uh. and brought brought about 200 quilts. And they brought $10,000 and donated it to people in need and to the hospital yeah. for equipment.
0: I lived in North Richland Hills for I don't know, a year and a half, two years, and I went to that church at least 10 times. And how many quilts did you make? I made no quilts, <laughs> but that is such a blessing to my heart to hear. Isn't here. that... You know what... And it, what a small world. Like. No, 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 no. Remember, it's not a small world. It's a large family. That's right. Oh, and it's a bigger right. God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. How cool is <laughs> how that? How interesting
1: awesome. is yeah. that? Yeah, that's cool. So those Texans came <laughs> twice with us, and... They just had to do it big, and they brought a lot, and they brought lots of people. It was fantastic.
0: Nice. I want to talk about one that's been most recent because you blessed me with pictures. We're going to get these on the website. You'll see them in social media. There's one I do not want to give back, but I will. This trip, you got connected with a clinic birthing center.
1: Yes, we had been actually going there for a few years, and they just built a new one. So this is fascinating. The boat driver in Lake Atitlan where all of these 12 small towns are accessible only by water. He was our boat driver 5 5 years ago, 5 6 years ago, and we became friends, he and Brandon and I and when we went to see him the next time his friend had severely injured his foot and we went to visit his friend and we gave him some resources because these towns are tiny and they don't have anything. So we kept in contact and this small teeny tiny town We got a chance to go to this new clinic and we went to the old clinic before of course and brought them baby clothes and quilts and medication but the new location was beautiful and we saw it for the first time just a few months ago but we noticed really needed supplies they Mm. had hardly anything and this was the clinic where people were supposed to give birth and bring their babies and they were reluctant the locals to going there because they just had a floor and very little to offer, very little
0: so once again, <laughs> you get into this place, you have relationship with yes. them. like with so many missionary trips, the thing that the people say is most powerful is you came back. You came back. You didn't just show up once and get a good feeling, and then we never saw you again. You're in relationship with them. And then the Lord, exposes needs, just real-life needs, and then supernaturally, (laughs) he provides them through you. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. So
1: the women, when they were in labor, they were on the floor. And when they were giving birth, they were on this hard table. And this place is warm. They don't have a fan. They don't have a microwave to sterilize the equipment. They're washing their equipment outside. They didn't have blankets. They didn't have towels. It was just kind of barren. So we walked in, the nurses and the director were right there. They recognized us from going there many times, welcomed us with open arms. We said, how can we serve you? What do you need? And they just looked around. We need a bed. We need a very special medical table, a birthing table. We need all these different things. And we said, okay, we're going to do it. And we said, we're going to do it. And they looked at us like, are you kidding? (laughs) They said the special table, we would have to get custom made. There's no table like this. It's a very special table. So we went, God will do it. We took the boat and Andres, which is the boat driver that we've known for five years, he took us up into the town. He took us all over the place to purchase a bed and to purchase a fan and to purchase a microwave. We told the manager of this place we purchased these things from we showed him pictures and said hey this is your clinic this is your town this is something we want to do so he gave us this huge discount but he didn't have this birthing table he said oh no you're going to have to get that custom made and just it'll it's going to take you a while it's just not possible so we said that's okay (laughs) so then we decided to go to lunch and we took a walk about I don't know, probably a 30-minute walk, and we went to a corner and had some chicken, all of us. And we looked over, and just catty-corner from where we were having lunch, there was this mattress, another mattress store, and we said, Oh, gosh, we have to get sheets. Sheets are very hard to come by there. So maybe they have some sheets for us. So we walk in, we talk to the owner and said, We just purchased a mattress, an orthopedic mattress, and the owner said, you just got that mattress for a third of what it cost me (laughs) so we were blessed and we said can we have some sheets and we explained what they were for and so she gave us a great discount on sheets and then we said the thing we need most 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 of all is this special table that folds out where babies can be weighed and that has connecting stirrups if women want to give birth and it's a very distinct table and she looked at us and she said (laughs) well my son is a doctor and Why don't you come to my personal home 10 steps away? She opens the door. It's her personal home. It's this huge courtyard. What does she have right there in her home? The courtyard is right there. There is the table we need, exactly, brand new. No way. She gave it to us for a song, and she was so thrilled to do. And that's God. That's God's grace, and that's God's mercy right there going If you trust me in the small things, if you trust me in the intimacy of the Holy Spirit showing you where I want you, when I want you, I'm going to reward you and I'm going to love my people. So we loaded up a truck. Then we went down to the shore. We loaded up this
0: boat. I've seen the truck picture and the (laughs) boat picture. I'm surprised the boat made it. Didn't
1: sink because we've got the big old bed, and we've got the table, and we've got the fan and the microwave and a sewing machine that we gave them. And we're just all in sheets, and we're all loaded up. And we walk in the clinic, and they were speechless. The nurses (laughs) and the director, their mouths were open, their eyes were wide, and they just went... Where did you find that? We God found it for right
0: on, us. Right on, exactly. It reminds me, and I want to make a shift, because these are incredible stories about how God comes through, and it's just like out of Ephesians 2. You are His workmanship. You are created for good works in Christ that He has prepared beforehand so you would walk in them. And it doesn't have to be all the way to Costa Rica or Guatemala or Russia, even Mexico. Certainly, those are great needs. And when you go there, when I went to Guatemala, it was, I saw what you saw. I know what you're talking about. It's incredible, the need. But secondly, his workmanship here, across the street, in your office. What has God placed inside of you that if you said, okay, you made me this way, that you could be launched into your flavor of this kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. How about a tutor at a youth venture? How about a fishing ministry? How about a singles ministry? Where is your heart? Where is your aptitude? Where are your gifts? What are people telling you? What is your passion? What is your pull? Mm -hmm. And we like to say we are a ministry within a ministry because Kingdom Quilters meets at the Alpine Library twice a month. And women walk by and men walk by. So we are a ministry within a ministry, pulling those people in, sharing our love all the time. This is what we hear. These are the nicest bunch of ladies. Oh, my gosh, I feel so loved. Or this gal just recently came. She goes, I felt so loved here. I'm going to keep coming. So... We have wonderful stories of women coming, serving and loving and being part of a purpose,
0: a purposeful mission,
1: mission has changed their lives. So it's always a ministry within a ministry. And our ministry is first to the Lord Jesus, but it is our family and training our family to love and to serve.
0: Mm. Amen. Praise the Lord. So a couple of things. One is I'm trying to light fires in the people that are listening what would you have me do, Lord? A lot of times it's like, why don't we? And that's it. You just found it. You notice that we, whoever the we is, don't have this? Bing! Revelation. There you go. Where the Lord gets you at a very, very hard time in your life. And you say, okay, Lord, I'm yours. I'll give myself to you and all of your purposes. So it's everybody's different flavor. However, If they want to know more about Kingdom Quilters, because when I did some research on it, there's organizations called Kingdom Quilters like International, and there's uh, different people that do some version because the Lord has spoken to them as well. How do they connect directly with you?
1: They can call me, 619-204-0038, or Facebook, Kingdom Quilters. They can get in touch with the church, We'd love to meet whoever wants to be involved in any way they can. And you don't have to be a sewer. You yeah, don't. Yeah, because you've,
0: you've got some supplies that you're looking Lots for. Lots of different supplies
1: yeah. that we look for. Whether it's fabric donations, whether it's yarn, whether it's School supplies, Beanie Babies, little Hot Wheels cars. We take it all down to Guatemala and Mexico, and we will put it to good use and to the Yucatan twice last year.
0: And in April this year, right? Yes, yes,
1: very good. So twice last year, we went down to Ek Balam, which is in the Yucatan Peninsula, which is Central America. This is Mexico. We went to this teeny tiny little town and we were allowed to give the junior high a nutrition lecture all about sugar and the missionaries down there said oh no no don't give out Bibles don't do anything this is a state-run school do not and we went ha so we
0: <laughs> <brought>. <laughs> so
1: So we gave this beautiful lecture, and we talked about exercise and sugar, and we took down little amounts of sugar that's in Coca-Cola and amounts of sugar that are in candy, and they were just amazed. And then we said to the teachers, by the way, we have about 35 Bibles that we just happen to have here. Teacher said, sure, give them to the kids. So we have a picture, and all the kids are holding their Bibles. They're all proud of their little Bibles. wow. So then when we went in May back down to Ekbalam, we were invited we went to the elementary school it was so big we had two classes we did a craft with them and we gave them backpacks and we said By the way, in these backpacks, we have all kinds of Jesus stuff, (laughs) coloring books, and just fun things that tell about Jesus. The head superintendent said, No problem. That's right. (laughs) No problem. So we ministered to the widows, the widowers. We gave them each 75 pounds of corn to last for about three months. We gave the widows and widowers backpacks, we gave them tote bags, we gave them caps with their names on them. We just loved on them, had a beautiful lunch, and they're building a ministry center. The missionaries and we hope to dedicate the well to Brandon in Brandon's honor because mm. he he loved he loved people.
0: Yeah, he did. He did a great job of that. Would you share the portion of scripture that's so important to you as it relates to this?
1: Yes, I'm going to share the scripture that we have on our shirts, and we notice in the Bible that every promise seems to have a reward god makes us promises because he wants us to have long lives he just wants to reward us and so the verse i'd like to share with you is isaiah 58 10 and 11. you can see on my shirt kingdom quilters it's right there it's on the front and the back but listen to this outpouring of obedience what comes back to us isaiah 58 10 and 11 And if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desires of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness, and your gloom will become midday, and the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places, and give strength to your bones, and you will be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail." I don't know about you, but I really think that's the most beautiful yes. <laughs> result of a big promise, wow. don't you? Yeah. Isn't that gorgeous? Wow. beautiful. Yeah. Isaiah 58, 10 and 11, everybody.
0: do on, Kim, why don't you pray us out?
1: Okay. God, thank you for this opportunity to mobilize and motivate others to love and serve you and because of the thankful hearts that they have, for saving them, for just redeeming them redeeming their lives every day and redeeming them from hell, God, from giving them a new life and a new, a new zeal for you. God, I thank you for this ministry, and I thank you that we can share and tell and go. And God, I pray that the words that we've said today will anoint those who want to honor you and want to worship you with good and blessed works. In Jesus' name we pray, amen y amen. Amen. (laughs)